the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SK with PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. K&B Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty. Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Servpro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him. To Dante Ward, jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball is on the air. Yes. We're here covering the girls. Northwest Mounties taking on the Coldwater Cardinals for sole possession of first place in the Interstate 8. This is a big game coming up tonight, needless to say. I'm Sean Watson, and to my left is Coach Mike Murphy. Yes, it is, Sean. Uh, uh, good evening, everyone, and exciting to be here in the Floyd EB tonight. The battle for first place, two teams that are just off to outstanding starts on the season. Uh, the Cardinals a perfect 8-0 overall. The Mounties at 7-1 overall. Both teams 3-0 in league play and both got some votes in the first AP girls basketball poll that came out late yesterday. Northwest got two votes and Coldwater got one in Division One. Yes, they did. And uh, Northwest, their only loss was the season opener to Hazlitt. And Hazlitt is undefeated at 8-0 and ranked number 11 in Division Two. So, yeah, some really uh, quality opponent coming in here to the Floyd E.B. tonight. We'll take this two-minute break and get you set up for tonight's showdown for first in the I-8. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hass Kaywood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. 
Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Evey Gymnasium, Sean Watson and Mike Murphy, Mike Side, Justin Lopshire, back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. Uh, before we preview tonight's varsity girls showdown between the Mounties and Cardinals, we have some final scores from the underclassmen games. Uh, freshman Lady Cards picked up the 24-13 win over the Mountie freshman. Uh, to be fair, I think this is the first time in a few years that the Mounties have fielded a freshman girls team. Yeah, and I did notice, uh, Sean, that they had a lot of freshmen up on their JV team as well. So must have had a big turnout ninth grade-wise. Madison Stump led the Lady Cards with 15 points in the freshman girls victory. JV girls lost to the Mounties 36-14 to Vea Hughes and Natalie Wilson, each with four points to lead the Cardinals. But uh, the fourth quarter, uh, Northwest led 36-8 after the third quarter. The uh, Lady Cards held the Mounties uh, scoreless. I'm sure that they might have been going a little bit deeper in their bench in the fourth quarter. But uh, it was a 6-0 fourth quarter for the Lady Cards, so something to build on there. Yeah, they got uh, got a few baskets there at the end, a couple free throws. Good to see. Freshman boys up at Northwest beat the Mounties 38-29, to and at last report it was uh, end of the third quarter in the JV boys game with Coldwater hanging on to a one-point lead, 27-26. to The boys match up against the Mounties uh, set to get underway after seven, and uh, Northwest is all alone atop the I-8 boys standings at 3-0, 5-2 overall after they just uh, destroyed Lumen Christie last Friday, 69-33. So you think about it, and you actually brought it up before we went on the air, you can't think of a time that the Mounties uh, led the standings in both boys and girls basketball since the I-8 formed. That's for sure, especially on the boys' side. They've, you know, kind of been a, a bit of a dormant, you know, ever since the league's been going. But, yeah, good to see. Good to see that, you know, their their time has come. And Coach Buckland mentioned this will be their toughest, the Cardinals' toughest game to date so far. So uh, it sounds like a pretty legit group over there. Now on to the girls' contest between Coldwater and Northwest. Talk about the Cardinals improving their overall record to 8-0 overall, 3-0 in the league. Thanks to that 34-29 win against the defending IA champions, Parmel Western, last Friday. This despite only making five field goals the entire evening. The difference really was in the free throw shooting. 22 of 34 for the Lady Cards compared to just 4 of 10 for Western. Another key factor, I think, 24 turnovers for the Panthers compared to 19 for the Lady Cards. And the 29 points that the Cardinals allow by Western, that might have been the Panthers' lowest point total of the season. Yeah, that's very true, uh, Sean. So they were plus 5 in the turnovers to help offset only making 5 baskets from the field. 
and that deadly free throw shooting, particularly from Maya, was, was just outstanding. And, and another factor, the Cardinals only committed 15 fouls. That's really one of Coach Smoker's goals is to keep those fouls down. Don't send teams to the line, and that's, that really helps along the way too. So of the five field goals made, Maya Porter had two of them, Ellie Anderson had two of them, and Ellie Foley had one. Maya Porter led the way with 15 points, including that 10 of 12 performance from the charity stripe. Also had eight rebounds and three steals. Ellie Anderson, 6.6 boards, two steals, but we saw her take a hard fall in the second half of the game, hurt her shoulder, and she's not going to be available this week because of that injury to what is known as the acromioclavicular joint, or the AC joint, which connects your clavicle to the shoulder blade. Yep, so Ellie is uh, <laughs> dressed along with Caitlin Garcia under the basket there. Neither one will uh, dress tonight. And uh, Cardinals are going to miss her. She's, uh, she's uh, one of their better rebounders and always uh, provides some offense as well, particularly from the three-point line. So uh, the other Cardinal, Cardinals will need to step up, particularly off the bench tonight. Ellie Foley's scoring average leading the team, but it's now down to 10.3 points per game. The last couple of days, uh, she has been rocked. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I see her sister, Olivia, in the house tonight. A national champion, Yeah, how about that? D3 uh, volleyball. For Juniata College, and that happened back in November. Back to the... Uh, uh, lady card leaders, Maya Porter now up to 8.1 points per game, leading the team in rebounding with 5.5. Coley Burkhardt at 6.3 points, 5.6 rebounds. She's actually leading the team in rebounding. Her and Maya, the two freshmen, are so close in that statistic. The Northwest Mounties, meanwhile, 7-1 overall, 3-0 in the Interstate 8. Their only loss was at the very beginning of the season at Haslett, 49-38. They've won seven in a row since then, including a 59-32 win at Lumen Christie, where Lane Slight led the Mounties with 23 points, Mara Mitchell with 20. Those are names that we've been calling for an awful long time for Coach Ryan Carroll's squad. Ashley Weller leading the team with 18 points, eight rebounds, two and a half assists per game. Mara Mitchell, 15 and a half points, four rebounds, four steals a game. Lane Slight. 14 and a half points, six rebounds, 3.6 steals a game. And uh, Tia Cap with five rebounds and three and a half assists per game. Yeah, they are. They were the pick to win the league uh, by the coaches coming in. And, uh, you know, they those three top scorers uh, average almost 50 points per game combined. So so this is a team that's, that's experienced, can put the ball in the hole. Cardinals are going to really be challenged defensively, particularly tonight. Well, this is a group, uh, incidentally, that finished last year 15 and seven overall, and in third place in the I-8 at nine and five. And uh, Parma Western ended their season in the Division One District semifinal. And again, the uh, Cardinals last season were seven and seven in the league and 12 and 10 overall. Marshall wound up uh, finishing second between Western and Northwest. Uh, right now, you got Coldwater and Northwest tied atop the league at 3-0. The Cardinals 8-0 overall, 7-1 overall for the Mounties. Penfield and Marshall at 1-1 in the league. Penfield at 4-4 overall. Marshall at 3-4 overall. 
Harper Creek Hastings and Western currently at one and two in the league. Four and four overall for the Beavers. Three and five for the Saxons. Three and six for the Panthers. Lumen Christie still looking for their first league win. They're at 0-3 and 1-7 overall. In addition to uh, Coldwater's five-point win against Western and Northwest's big win uh, by 27 at Lumen Christie, Harper Creek nipped Hastings by just one last Friday, 35-34. And in a non-conference game, Marshall lost up at Otsego, 47-44. Marshall and Penfield will actually play each other this coming Saturday. To, to kind of fit in that uh, league schedule. That's right, yep. Tonight's yeah. tonight's uh, games in the uh, girls' I-8, in addition to this one, we've got Western at Hastings, Lumen Christie at Marshall, Harper Creek at Penfield. No doubt in my mind that this is the big game in the I-8. So big, in fact, that in the MHSAA's Breslin Brown Girls Basketball Overview, uh, Jeff Kimmerly from the MHSAA picked this game as one to watch for the coming week. No doubt about it. And, uh, you know, Lane Slight, one of the uh, really strong Mountie girls, missed a large part of last season, too. And so, uh, you know, Coach Carroll, really glad to have her back in the fold this year. Well, go ahead and take this two-minute break and bring you a fresh interview I recorded earlier today in the athletic training room in front of athletic trainer Phil Harmon's ice machine uh, with Coach Ken Smoker. That's coming up in two minutes. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. These are dark times for your vehicle. Everything out there wants to total, dent, or ding your car or truck. Everything. So let Butler Body Shop shine a light into that darkness. When a deer jumps out, when you slide off on slippery roads, when snow and ice make every little trip to the store a treacherous adventure, Butler Body Shop is ready to return your dented wreck back to pre-accident condition with their award-winning staff of auto collision technicians and state-of-the-art equipment. If you're in an accident, tell your insurance company that you choose Butler Body Shop for your repairs. They are an independent shop that writes for OEM parts, not aftermarket or used. They restore vehicles with all the manufacturer's safety requirements, and they utilize special equipment to work on your aluminum truck body. Butler Body Shop was voted best in Branch County for auto body and collision repair for the third year in a row. They want you to know that, just in case darkness descends on your vehicle, they're on Old 27 at Jonesville Road, next to Broadheads and Bullets. Butler Body Shop, where modern technology meets old-fashioned customer service. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517 278 5261. That's 517 278 5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give ServPro a branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. 
We're checking in with Coldwater head girls basketball coach Ken Smoker ahead of tonight's big game in the Interstate 8 between the Lady Cards and the Northwest Mounties. Let's first go back to last Friday's game, the five-point win against Parma Western. I still find it hard to fathom that uh, the team only made five field goals and still got the W. It's not very often that that happens. No, like I said on the air, I wasn't even wasn't even aware of it until you mentioned it but uh you know what uh we scored five we made shots from the free throw line but i also think it says something about our defense we've been a good defensive team but uh you know maya porter stepped up in the second half made 10 of 12 and uh i've had people say you really need to work on your free throws and i keep saying we made 22 we missed 12 but yeah feel really fortunate to come out with a win after uh, that kind of performance from the field now, speaking of the defense, the 29 points that Western had, I think that might be a season low for them, too. So kudos to the Cardinals' defense. Yeah, our uh, goal each game is to keep teams below 39, and I think we've done that uh, every time but one. Uh, tonight's going to be a tough task for us on the defensive end. This is a talented team that has uh, five starters back and another girl that was all-conference as a sophomore that will be back, so that's six of them. But they really move uh, on the offensive end, so we need to get back to communicating on the defensive end of the floor like we did at the beginning of the season and making sure we have our eyes seeing both our ball or man in order to keep that streak going as far as keeping teams below that defensive scoring goal. Uh, taking a look at Northwest's leaders so far, they've got three girls that score in uh, double digits, so uh, that's probably the toughest uh, defensive challenge uh, there can't stop all of them maybe hope to contain them is uh, that going to be the goal tonight yeah I think the biggest thing for us is they score a lot of their points in transition they uh, play a 1-2-2 two, two zone they play a 1-3-1 zone they play man but they look for opportunities to trap uh, the other girls are always looking at opportunities to jump a pass and get the fast break going so we really need to limit our uh, live ball turnovers at the offensive end and then we just need to play fundamental defense when it gets into the half court because it's difficult for high school girls teams often to score in the half court. If you look uh, at every team scoring, most of it's in transition. So a big part of our defense is going to be not turning the ball over on the offensive end. And certainly the Cardinals had a low turnover total compared to Western in the game last Friday as well. Yeah, we've done a really good job, except for the uh, Battle Creek Central game where we had 22. That's our only game we've been over 20. Um, I, we, we keep a turnover chart in practice. They have to keep below committing 10 in any of our scrimmage situations, but we double it up because there's no such thing as a good turnover, but live ball turnovers we caught count as two, and that's, that's got to be really the key today is making sure that pass we're making is only going to our teammate and not one that we hope gets there. We're going to be pulling out of the bucket at the other end of the floor. Ken Smoker, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinal Girls. Best of luck tonight, and we'll talk to you after the game. All right. Thanks, Sean. The thoughts of Ken Smoker, the head coach of the Coldwater Cardinal girls basketball team before tonight's contest between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Northwest Mounties. Starting lineup for the Cardinals, 8-0 overall, 3-0 in the Interstate 8 under veteran head coach Ken Smoker. Slightly different lineup with Ellie Anderson on the shelf with a sore shoulder, a strained shoulder that hopefully she'll be able to get back next week. But... Here's what the starting lineup looks like. Riley Van Aken, 5'6", freshman. Kara Miller, 5'5", junior. Ellie Foley, 5'8", sophomore in the backcourt. Coley Burkhart and Maya Porter, both 5'10", freshman. They are up in the frontcourt. 
for the Northwest Mounties, seven and one overall, three and zero in the Interstate Eight under their veteran head coach Ryan Carroll. Tia Cap, a 5'7 senior. Ashley Weller, a 5'9 junior. Lane Slight, 5'7 senior. Mara Mitchell, a 5'6 junior. And Stacia Hedrich, a 5'8 senior, will be the starting five for the Mounties. Now let's hear about your keys to the game. Well, offensively, Sean, uh, as, as Coach mentioned in your interview, they really need to cut down on turnovers tonight, make sure they're not giving Northwest any uh, runouts the other way, how they, how they like to score. They, and then defensively, uh, they like to switch up their defenses, run zones, man-to-man. Uh, we had some good practice against that this last game against the 1-3-1 of Western, and the Cardinals handled it pretty well. But again, that's going to be a real key. They like to set a lot of screens, going to be some switching involved and so forth. So uh, that's going to be the Cardinals' challenge tonight, and especially without Ellie Anderson, they're going to need some others to step up. Not a JV boys basketball final that just came across the Twitter sphere. Northwest coming from behind to beat the Coldwater JV boys, 43-35. to Here the Mounties win the tip and are moving from right to left across your radio dial in their road. Reds with the black numerals and white trim. Defensively, what's Coldwater starting out in? Yep, looks like man-to-man. Ball goes inside to Ashley Weller. Splits a double team off the back of the rim. No good. She gets her own rebound. Gets the ball out to Cap. Left shoulder, and it's good from 15. Mounties draw first blood. 2-0. Here come the Cardinals from left to right. A dribble drive by Riley Van Aken along the baseline. Kick it out. Running on the curl. Jumper from the left. Locks is good. Oh, nice start for Riley Van Aken. Nice little move inside. We're tied at two, 7-10 and counting left to play first quarter. The dribble drive by Lane Slight. Runs over Kara Miller. There's no whistle. Missed the shot, but Northwest keeps the ball alive. Here's Hedrich to the left corner to Slight. Three-pointer. Off the rim, no good. Rebound by Burkhart. Burkhart gets the ball to Ellie Foley. Foley top of the key. Right side it comes to Burkhart. Double team on her, gets it inside to Kara Miller. Nice catch. Now back outside to Van Aiken. Screen set by Miller. Now get it to Foley. Moves to the right corner. Inside the arc. Slings it cross court. Three-pointer by Burkhardt is missed. Foley and Slight doing battle underneath. And we're going to get our first jump ball of the game. 6.29 left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals will get it on the possession arrow. Only took a minute and a half for Ellie Foley to hit the deck here. This first time we've seen her uh, do that many times in recent weeks. I'm going to say I wasn't going to be the last. Foley has the ball right (laughs) wing inside to Maya Porter. She led the team in scoring the last couple of outings. Porter gets the ball back right wing. Now get it to Riley Van Aken trying to post up on the right elbow. Nice Nice pass inside to Burkhart, but she is fouled. Really nice inside pass by Kara Miller. As Coach Smoker uh, preaches, get that ball into the lane, and uh, good things happen. Kara Miller did that. Weller with the first foul of the game. Coley Burkhart up at the free throw line. 9 of 15 thus far in the season. Good for 60%. First two. Rattle did not go in. The game that uh, Ellie Anderson had missed, uh, I think because of sickness earlier in the year, 
was the game that Coley went off on. She, I think she had 21 points and a ton of rebounds. So see how she uh, handles that tonight. Second one. Almost short-armed it, but she got it to roll through the front of the rim. Cardinals with their first lead of the night, 3-2. And quickly the Mounties get the ball other end of the floor. Ball out to the left wing. Ashley Weller feeding, going inside, trying to feed Cap, streaking. Ball goes out of bounds. I think Cap bounced it off of Burkhart. Yeah. So we do have a foul oh, call. We do. Foley picks up the first Cardinal foul of the game. I saw the battle out of the corner of my eye between Cap and Burkhardt inside. So Mounties try to trigger the ball and are unable to. Five-second call. Well, I'll tell you, a couple of really outstanding defensive plays by the Cardinals early. Kara Miller on that drive by Slight could have easily drawn a charge. It wasn't called. And then uh, Coley Burkhardt on Ashley Weller, just did an outstanding job on a drive. Foley, right corner three, is good! That always helps. 40% uh, Ellie Foley from three-point range this year. 62 Cardinals, five and a half minutes left to play first quarter. Slight slings the ball to the left corner. Mara Mitchell moves to the blocks left side, misses the jumper. Rebound Burkhardt gets it to Miller. Kara Miller across the timeline. The pass to Riley Van Aken up top. Maya Porter. And she's called for a traveling violation. Yep, just maybe a little uh, little rush to get the ball down. Cardinals offensively, it seems like they've had a little trouble with spacing down there, a little bunch together. Well, we definitely saw that in uh, last Friday's game against Western. Only five field goals made, but they still got the win. Whistle on a foul inside as Northwestern's running the offense. Who do we get? Stacia Hedrich with a foul, her first team second for Northwest. Okay, so that turnover by the Mounties. Gives it to the Cardinals, Ellie Foley walking it up. Six to two, the Cardinals lead defensively. What do you see Northwest doing right now? Yeah, man to man so far. Of course, we expect to see zones. Whoops, an unforced turnover, other side of the floor. The pass to Riley Van Aken off of her hands and into the Mountie bench. Yep. Couple turnovers each side so far in the first uh, three and a half minutes. Cardinals off to a good start though, six to two. Mitchell on the right wing and she's called for traveling. Wow, this you have a feeling this is gonna be a really tightly called game tonight, Murph. Kinda on the, on the uh, travel call anyway so far. Well again, here come the Cardinals. They're going to need a, a nice game from Burkhart tonight on the boards. The spacing on Northwest's defense kind of looked like 1-2-2 two, two zone, but they drop back man-to-man. Cross-court, Burkhart to Van Aken, left corner now, running on the curl. Triple-team swing, which is her. Misses the shot. Ball goes out of bounds. And to wait a moment to have the arm point in the direction of the Mounties. Coldwater's going to set up. An, no, it's going to be Coldwater ball. Yep, yep. <laughs> Ellie Foley to inbound, Cardinals in their box. I was gonna say the initial call was it was gonna be Mountie Ball. 
Inbounded to Kara Miller, who catches at the half-court line. Ball to Foley, right wing. Mitchell on her on the, the defense. Double team closes in on her. Get the ball out to Maya Porter. Kick the ball out to Foley. Left corner three. Bounces off the rim. One and done. Mitchell gets the rebound. Halfway through the first quarter, Coldwater on top of the Mounties of Jackson Northwest. 6-2. Pull-up jumper is just short for Lane Slight. Cardinals with another rebound. Yep. Burkhart with three of them so far. Burkhart wants to take it coast to coast. Kicks the ball out to Porter instead on the left wing. Now top of the key to Miller. Thought about pulling the trigger, but instead get the ball to Coley Burkhart. Drives inside. The ball was knocked away. No, they say it was last touched by Burkhart. Uh, Coley heard footsteps from behind. Yeah, just lost the handle as she was trying to drive across the lane. Kind of still in that feeling out process here, these two teams early. Three and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Six to two. The only Northwest score was the first basket of the game by Tia Cap, actually. Now Weller gets the ball to the left corner to the aforementioned Cap. Moves to the wing, now up top to Mitchell. Mitchell, screen attempted to be set for her by Hedrich. Now get the ball to Cap. Three pointers and air ball. And Porter will screen the ball out. Went off Maya Porter's hand. Oh, it was a good try. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Emma Porter checking in for Kara Miller. Porter is a 5'5 junior. Jillian Osterberg checked in for Northwest. She's a 5'4 senior. Also coming in for the Lady Cards, Danica Cox, a 5'8 freshman. It will be Mountie Ball, the inbound to Ashley Weller. Gets it to Osterberg. Osterberg passes inside. I don't know if it was a pass or a shot by Weller, but it was deflected. But Weller steals it right back from the Cardinals. Pass to the other side of the blocks, no good. Rebound put back on the left side by Weller, and she's going to go up and shoot some free throws. Emma Porter with her first foul, team second. Yeah, Emma came down with a rebound, but then Ashley Weller was all over, got the steal. And then the uh, put-back attempt got fouled, so Ashley Weller at the line. First of two, spins off the hoop. What's up with that? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the Cardinals are playing some outstanding team defense in this early going. Weller splits the pair. So we're no longer at 6-2, Cardinals. It's now 6-3. Remember, uh, Weller had a uh, brother that was a good player on the boys' team here. Talking about Ian Weller, who has graduated. Yeah. Emma Porter has the ball between the circles. Swing the ball to the right corner. Three-pointer bounces off the rim for Foley. Loose ball. Is chased down by Tia Cap into the Mountie bench. Looks like. Whose ball is it going to be? Yeah, yeah, Cardinals. Coley's going to inbound in front of the uh, Mountie bench. 2.22 left to play in the first quarter. Try to get it to Foley. It was knocked away by Cap. Yeah, that uh, Mara Mitchell is one quick player. She's the quickest player on the floor. Inbound to Emma Porter, left corner. All right. We she got, got bumped by Weller. Yeah, is that her second? It would be her second and the team third. That does not hurt at all. 
So Stacia Hedrich, her breather has been uh, pretty short-lived. She'll come in for Ashley Weller, who with 2.19 left in the first quarter, just picked up her second foul. Coley Burkhart will try the inbound play again. Foley's calling for it. It'll go left corner to Emma Porter. Tried to cross quarter to Riley Van Aken. It was intercepted by Mara Mitchell. Going coast to coast. Layup was missed by Lane Slight. Cardinals with a rebound. Here comes Foley. Nice decision by Ellie there. Bring it out. Set it up. Yeah, this is Mounties are in a zone now. They're 1-3-1. Van Aken to Burkhart, right elbow, double team on her. Now back out to Van Aken. Van Aken to the blocks, jumper from 10, short. Burkhart going after the rebound, but couldn't haul it in. Last week, they had a lot of success against that 1-3-1 one, one of Western with that long diagonal pass. So uh, Jayla Sloan, Maya Porter into the lineup for the Cardinals. First appearance for Sloan, the 5'5 junior, and another one of the veterans of uh, the squad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By veterans, we're talking about the three juniors. Yeah. Mounty ball. Here's Slight. Swing the ball around to Mitchell, right wing. Now kick it out to Hedrich. Right corner three rolls off the rim. One and done. Porter gets the rebound in front of Weller. Maya Porter across the timeline, passes to Sloan. Double team on her, now up top to Porter. Trying to look for Sloan again, does. Now cross court it, Foley to the right wing, drives baseline, Weller guarding her. Up top to Sloan, now to Emma Porter. Back to Foley, right wing. One minute left to play, first quarter pass to Cox. It is going to be intercepted on the run by Lane Sly. Good job by Maya Porter getting back defensively. Kind of tripped up Weller. Yeah, she's going to get the foul. It'll be her first and the team third. The good news for the Cardinal coaching staff, not a shooting foul. So we've been at 6-3 for a while. Low scoring uh, quarter for sure. Inbound to Mitchell, turnaround shot. Bounces a couple times, did not go in for Mitchell. Rebound by Cox, gets it to Foley. Foley trying to get it to Maya Porter, was intercepted by Mitchell. you got to keep an eye on her, Murph. Yeah, she is. She is a quick one. Here's Mitchell driving on the wing. Pass tipped to the left corner. Right. We're going to have an offensive foul. Mitchell ran over. Who's going to get up? <laughs> Who's going to get square Foley? Yeah. Talk, uh, we've been talking about Foley getting beat up <laughs> uh, repeatedly in the past couple of outings limping back down court but uh, yeah we mentioned Kara Miller should have had one called earlier this time Ellie did get one and that turnover gives it back to the Cardinals in this low scoring first quarter and we have to remember Foley only had knee surgery in September that pretty much put an end to her volleyball season Maya Porter's three pointer bounces a couple times did not go in Weller is taken down by a triple team of Cardinal players. Let's see who they get the foul on. Is it Danica? Sloan. She was in that pack of Cardinals. That flock of Cardinals, if you will. Ashley Weller with her two fouls going to come in for Stacia Hedrich. Easy call to make with 13.4 seconds left in the quarter. Mounties playing for the final shot of the frame. They'll also get the ball to start the second quarter. Slide on the left wing. 
Splitting a double team, missing. Rebound Emma Porter with four seconds, with three seconds. Trying to get it to Sloan. It was stolen by Mitchell. Layup, good. And at the end of the first quarter, Coldwater... Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for seven dollars, no luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for only a dollar. From Meyer instant oatmeal and Meyer pasta sauce to Meyer facial tissue, there's so many ways to seven for seven dollars. Plus, California sweet seedless mandarins just two ninety nine for a three pound bag, and shop the same low Meyer prices in store and online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The steal and score by Mara Mitchell at the buzzer. Means that Coldwater's lead has been shaved to one. 6-5 Cardinals as we start the second quarter. It will be Cardinal, it will be Mountie Ball rather to start the second frame. We got Ellie Foley with a three-pointer. Riley Van Aken with a basket. And Coley Burkhart, one of two from the free throw line. For the Cardinals, Mara Mitchell with that basket. Tia Cap with the first basket of the game. And in between those, uh, Ashley Weller, one of two from the free throw line. That's the Mounties five. Lane Slight getting the ball to the right wing. Weller's pass tipped. Now Slight looking for Mitchell inside. Turnaround shot and got it to go in over Burkhart. And Western regains the lead, 7-6. to six. Yeah, too many turnovers for the Cardinals at the end of that first quarter. Eight total in the quarter to uh, four on the Mounties. Yet they led for all of the first quarter. Playing some very strong defense. The dribble drive by Maya Porter. Get the ball out to Caramiller, who's back in. Burkhart to Sloan. Foley pump fake on the three-pointer, now up top. Van Aiken, jumper from the free throw line is missed. Foley getting the rebound. Staying in bounds, get it out to Maya Porter for three. Rolls off the rim, rebound by Northwest's Tia Cap. Ahead to Mara Mitchell. Mitchell blows by the Cardinal D, misses the shot inside. Rebound Burkhart. And now to Foley. Ellie Foley, bounce pass to Riley Van Aiken. 7-6 Mountie, 6.48 left to play in the first half. Porter try from the right corner. It spins off the hoop again. Her three-point shot. Rebound by Slight. Gets it ahead to Mitchell. Mitchell, nice move to the right side. High off the glass and good. Mitchell's turning it on here. Yeah, that's that transition game that uh, Coach Smoker mentioned that the Mounties really like to do. They've got a couple of uh, uh, those here in the start of the quarter. Mitchell with six straight points. Sandwiching the end of the first and the start of the second and another unforced turnover high pass by Jayla Sloan over Van Aken's fingertips and two rows up behind the scorer's table. Cardinals have had a little trouble with turnovers from their bench that's come in and has created some opportunities for the Mounties. Nine to six, the Mounties have the lead. Jumper from inside the arc is good for Lane Slight. 
That was a nice move, nice move by Slight. They're in that 1-3-1 one, one now. The Cardinals have not been able to hit the uh, three-point shot out of this uh, defense. 11-6 Mounties. Here's Sloan right wing, cross-court it. Maya Porter in front of the Mountie bench. Draws the defense from Osterberg. Now kick the ball out left wing. Van Aken's three-pointer was missed, but the rebound putback is good for Jayla Sloan. First basket by the Cardinals in a while. They trail by three, 11-8. Yeah, nice job, Jayla, just right there. Ball fell in her lap, and she got the layup. Osterberg driving, and Another she's going to be whistled for the offensive foul. All right. Her first and the team fifth for Northwest. I think it was Maya that drew that one. For once... Ellie Foley does not get <laughs> run over by the opposing player. Sloan's going to come out. Caramella come in for her. So we've got Foley, Burkhart, Maya Porter, Van Aken, and uh, Miller, the starting unit, out for Coldwater. They trail 11 to 8. Three pointer could tie it up. It's Burkhart on the right elbow off the pass from Van Aken. Kick the ball out to Foley on the right corner. Swing the ball around. Porter, left corner tray. Bounces. It's almost at the top of the glass. Cardinals come up with a rebound fully to Porter. Now Van Aken from Miller. Jumper from the right elbow is good. Cardinals within one, 11 to 10. Under five minutes left to play in the first half. A key offensive rebound again, Ellie Foley. Slight for three, top of the key is good. She has five, Mitchell has six, and the Mounties are up four, 14 to 10. Here comes Coldwater, Riley Van Aken defensively. What's uh, Northwest doing? Are they staying in the 1-3-1? Three-pointer Porter from the right wing. That one rolls off the rim. Whistle and a foul on the battle for the rebound. And it's going to go against the Cardinals. Yeah, we're going to really have to keep Coley out of getting that second foul. That's actually only her first. Right. Just so uh, she doesn't get another one. You don't want her to get another one in rapid succession, I think is what you're saying, right? That works. Mitchell, a drive down the middle of the lane, and their shot shimmies in from four. Yeah, her, her quickness is we're giving the Cardinals fits here. 16-10 to 10 Mounties near the halfway point of the quarter. Van Aken draws a double team on the dribble drive. Hedrich and Mitchell. And I saw that correctly. Stacia Hedrich is going to be whistled for her second foul in the team sixth. Ellie Foley to trigger. 405 left to play in the first half. Bounce pass to Burkhart. Kick it out to Foley. Right wing. Trey is Cardinals trail by three, 16-13, 3.51 and counting left to play in the first half. Here's Lane Slight on the right wing. Stopping at the elbow, jumper no good. Battle for the rebound, won by Coley Burkhart. She stepped out of bounds. <sighs> yep, Coley had the rebound. Northwestern is getting at least one girl or two on the rebounder every time, trying to force a turnover. Coley uh, stepped on the baseline. Weller back in with her two fouls. Ball comes to Tia Cap, launches a three-pointer from the right corner, missed Burkhart with another rebound. 
Yeah, she's got six of them already. Brooke Grant, a 5'6 sophomore, also coming in for the Mounties for the first time. Nice pass inside to Burkhart. High off the glass. Did not go in. It was a little long. Cardinals trail by three. Here's Mitchell with the ball. Left wing now inside. It comes to Cap, trying to get it to Weller. Weller had the ball scraped up by Ellie Foley. What are we going to have here? A timeout? I think so. First yep. timeout taken uh, of the entire night, and I think uh, Ken Smoker took a 30 here, right? Well, he wanted to, uh, yes, he wanted to save that possession. Foley had a loose ball on the floor. Yeah, Ellie Foley had secured it uh, right underneath the Mountie basket, trying to keep it away from Weller. Phil Herman uh, looks like taking a look at Coley Burkhardt here. Might, oh, she's got a little blood on the knee. Yep, get that taken care of, get Noth a Band-Aid on that. Nothing a little antiseptic and a bandage couldn't uh, fix for the time <laughs> being, right? Oh, Cardinals have done well here in this first uh, half and they uh, trail just 16, 13. They've kind of cut down on the turnovers since late in that first quarter, and that three by Foley was huge. See if she can do it again. Riley Van Aken now with the ball on the left wing as play is back underway. Maya Porter, she's over from the three-point line tonight, but they have been good looks. Yep. Mounties back to man-to-man. -to -man. Bounce pass to Kara Miller. Now get it to Foley on the right block slow. <laughs> Get in one as Mara Mitchell picks up her second foul. <laughs> Just enough of a bump to her to get her second and uh, the team seven. That's nice to get that second one on Mara. Nice little turnaround by Ellie. She got that ball to fall as well. Foley, the best free throw shooter on the team, 28 of 42, but it spun off the rim. So. The lead for Northwest is one, 16 to 15 for the time being. Oh, Mitchell juggled the reception of the pass, get it out top of the key. Three-pointer by Slide is good. Boy, she's a dead eye from that top of the key. Already she has 10 of the Mounties 19 points, Murph. Yeah. 19 to 15, Cardinals trail by four, 216 and counting left to play first half. Maya Porter running the curl, left it a little bit short. Thought she was fouled, no call, but Cox, who came in, gets the rebound and gets it out to Riley Van Aken. Good job, Danica. Van Aken roaming the perimeter, get it out to Maya Porter, right wing, kick it out to Cox. She'll drive baseline, cut off by the double team. Northwest switch their defense again. Here's Riley Van Aken. Ooh, call for a traveling violation. Thought there was contact, but... Our crew said uh, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Mitchell was on her. It was a good matchup and went the other way that time. 140 to go in this first half. Cardinals trail by four. Lane slide pushing the ball up the floor. Gets it to Mara Mitchell. Now up top, Ashley Weller. Maya Porter guarding her defensively. Nice spin move at the elbow. Drive down the middle. And the shot is good. Timeout, uh, Ken Smoker, or did uh, 
Yeah. I'm, Northwest called the timeout there. Yeah, saw Coach Carroll give the 30-second signal. 21-15, Mounties. The uh, Cardinals have hung with them in this first half. Uh, we've had a little too much lane slight from the top of the key, and then Mara Mitchell on some drives. Otherwise, they've done a solid job defensively, but uh, these Mounties are really a tough bunch. They were predicted to win the league with what they had coming back from a year ago. A number of the other top teams had suffered big graduation losses. Exhibit A, the uh, Western Panthers, right? Yeah, yeah. So 21-15, so like, uh, the current score. Cardinals trail by six. Yep, starters back in. Danica Cox gave him some good minutes. She's back uh, on the bench now. Reminder that the Cardinals without Illy Anderson tonight. Resting a strained shoulder. Burkhardt inside to Foley under hands to Van Aken, top of the key. Mounties staying in there man-to-man for the moment. Maya Porter on the right corner. A couple of head fakes trying to get around. Oh, Tia nice. Cass goes inside to Coley Burkhart. She gets the easy layup. Maya found her with the bounce pass. Here's Lane Slight. Ball comes on the right wing. Osterberg's floater from inside the line missed. And it's going to be cold water ball as Lucy Bivens, the 5'10 sophomore who came in during the time out, last touched the ball underneath the basket. Yeah, Maya got enough of a box out to uh, put that back to the Cardinals. Four-point Mountie lead, 35 seconds left to play until halftime. And Coach Smoker wants to get this last shot. Possession error right now is pointing toward the red and white. Ellie Foley moving to the back left corner, and I just heard the command for last shot. Bumping foul on Lane Slight. That's going to be her first and the teammate, and that's going to send Ellie Foley to the free throw line. Northwest wanted that to go the other way. Slight just jumped right into her. 47 feet away from the other basket, Murph. Yeah. Eight fouls on the Mounties, five on the Cardinals. Ashley Weller and Mara Mitchell will come in after the brief breathers that they were able to enjoy. Yeah, both those girls with two fouls. Coach Carroll getting them in for uh, trying to get a last opportunity. Front end of the one and one is good for Foley. She'll get the bonus. Nine points now for Eliana. Lead down to three, 21-18 Mounties. Second one, bounces off the rim, but a battle for the rebound ensues. Burkhart comes up with it. Calling for it is Foley, three-pointer for the tie. Yes, yes, yes! Here comes Mara Mitchell with five, with four, with three. It's stolen by Burkhart to Foley from half court. It's short, but how about that, Murph? The Cardinals will take a 21-21 tie with the Northwest Mounties into the locker. 
locker room at the halftime break. Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977, and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We are real, we are here, and we are local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. Coldwater Michigan's Advantage 1RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage 1 can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Old Water, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage Win RV and Auto Brokers first. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd EB Gymnasium. It's halftime and a steal and a three-pointer by Ellie Foley has nodded this big girls basketball game between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Northwest Mounties at 21 apiece. What's at stake? Also possession of the first place in the Interstate 8, that's all. <laughs> what a great finish to the half by the Cardinals. The Halftime Report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since... 
1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Scoring for the Cardinals, we got Riley Van Aken with four, Jayla Sloan with two, Coley Burkhart with three, Ellie Foley currently leading all scorers with 12, including, as we mentioned, that three-pointer near the end of the first half coming off a steal. For Northwest, uh, I gave Lane Slight a basket that should have gone to Mara Mitchell. They both have eight points currently. Ashley Waller with three, Tia Cap with two. That's their 21 points. 6-5 in the first favoring the Cardinals. The Northwest actually had the 16-15 edge in the second. You know, and this, uh, <clears throat> the first half, I think, was really highlighted by the Cardinals' defense. They did an outstanding job on the Mounties. Lane Slight got uh, got a few openings out court that she was able to sink, and and Mara Mitchell is, is just a handful. You can see where their transition offense is really dangerous. But the Cardinals have limited that. They do have 11 turnovers compared to seven for the Mounties, but uh, they uh, otherwise some good shooting, outcourt shooting by Ellie Foley has certainly uh, uh, been a highlight. And Coley Burkhart, seven rebounds. Uh, Ellie Foley with three. She drew a charge. So did Maya Porter. And uh, let's see, we had, uh, that's about it statistic-wise, but just a real solid effort, again, without Ellie Anderson, one of their uh, key starters tonight, but people stepping up and just doing an outstanding job. Maya has not been able to get on the board yet uh, tonight, but she has not forced anything. She's done uh, uh, her usual good floor game and played excellent defense on Weller. Kept her in check this first half. Weller again, uh, only with three, and she was a leading scorer coming in. Right? Yes, yes, and they're about the the same size wise. But uh, uh, like Coach Smoker said, I think in the uh, article by Troy that that uh, you know she doesn't play like a freshman, and uh, uh, we could say that about the whole team so far in this first half. Speaking of Troy, Troy Tennyson is actually at the Union City Bronson boys basketball game a score after the first quarter there uh, the Vikings leading the Chargers 12 to 8 and we just got a score end of the first quarter varsity boys basketball out at Northwest uh, the Cardinals leading the league leading Mounties 20 to 16 outstanding okay and of course there's still uh, 24 more minutes uh, yet to play and uh, with that group of Mounties uh, you never know what could happen right yeah coach Buckland uh, knew that was going to be a big challenge for the Cardinals great to see him uh, off to a good start this second half Sean I think one of the keys is going to be if the, if the Cardinals can again limit what the Mounties do that they're a Quite a bit higher scoring team than the Cardinals, but so far their defense has been able to uh, to blunt that. Coming up on Friday, the Hall of Fame game as Coldwater hosts Penfield for a JV girls, varsity girls, and varsity boys triple header. The ceremony will take place between the varsity girls and boys games. The inductees, you may have missed the announcement last week, but... The induction class includes Megan Warren Fry from the class of 2002, Thomas Runner from the class of 2006, Mike Kaspersky from the class of 2007, 
And Kevin Shepard from the class of 1982 honorary inductee. Of course, he's up with the boys' basketball team right now. Yeah, right. Kevin's been involved with uh, varsity basketball for many years here and just a really a, a, a key man in fundraising as well and and uh, has certainly has, has been a big factor. Of course, Megan Warren Fry's big sport during her time at CHS in volleyball. She's still on the record book for... Uh, uh, career assists, a couple of different places uh, for season assists as well. Tom Renner, you see his name over at the wrestling record board to our media right a number of times. And then Mike Kaspersky was a multi-sports star. If I recall correctly, the sports were golf, basketball, and baseball. Yes. <laughs> yes. Always a good show on uh, Friday night. Make it here if you can for Penfield and uh, I think Bill Milnes will probably be doing the MC. Of course, uh, we'll have coverage of the ceremony in between our coverage of the varsity girls and boys basketball games against Penfield. And that'll be coming up Friday night, beginning at 520 with a pregame show. Halftime here at Coldwater High School. Girls basketball, a 21-21 tie between the Cardinals and the Mounties. Second half in one minute, you're listening to Cardinal uh, girls basketball on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of our broadcast. We'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Coldwater ball to start the second half. They and the Northwest Mounties are tied at 21 all. Coldwater moving from right to left. Coldwater from left to right as we have switched sides. Starters are back out on the floor for Coldwater. That would be Van Aken, Miller, Foley, uh, Burkhardt, and Porter. Cap, Weller, Slight, Mitchell, and Hedrich. The five on the floor to start for Northwest. Burkhardt out to Riley Van Aken. Right corner, fake the three-pointer, moves the blocks, got doubled up. Ball comes up to the perimeter. Porter, pass deflected. It's picked up by Miller. Now Van Aken inside to Foley, kick the ball out to Porter on the left wing. Defensively, what's Northwest doing as Van Aken had the ball go through her hand, she picks it back up. Yeah, looks like uh, a steal by Mara Mitchell. That's the type of defense that they're showing. Slight goes inside. Now come back out to Stacia Hedrich. Here's Weller. Bounce pass inside to Cap. Kick the ball out, three-pointer, slight is off the rim. Weller with a rebound, trying to post up. Can't get it to go in, but she was fouled. 
Porter with her second foul team, first of the second half. Now on the floor, you got Ashley Weller, Mara Mitchell, and Stacia Hedrich with two fouls apiece for Northwest. So the foul situation a little more perilous for the Mounties and head coach Ryan Carroll as Weller makes the first of two. Yeah, the Cardinals were able to uh, to get out of uh, um, that first half without anyone getting a second foul. Uh, Weller made both of her free throws. It's 23-21 Mounties. Van Aken with the ball. Yep, 1-3-1 one, one zone. Cross court it to Foley. Now back to the left wing to Van Aken. Bounce pass to the elbow. Now out to Porter. Three-pointer from the right corner is short. Getting the rebound is Miller. Burkhart to the right wing to Van Aken. Now bounce it to Coley on the elbow. Drive, draws a triple team. Kick it out to Van Aken. Mitchell comes out on her. Now the ball out to Porter. Fake the three-pointer. Get it back out to Van Aken. And now Miller fully thought about the three-pointer, but the quick defense. Now inside to Burkhart to Foley. Three-pointer. Mitchell came out on her. She was able to, Foley was able to shoot the three-pointer, but left it a little long. Here come the Mounties after the rebound. Uh Uh-oh. Three-pointer was missed by Slight. In the top of the key, rebound Foley. Foley stops on the right wing, get it to Riley Van Aken. She launches, and the ball goes wide left and out of bounds. You think that was a good look for Riley? Well, she was open, but uh, didn't quite get her legs underneath that one. And the Cardinals were lucky down here. Uh, they left slight wide open from her favorite spot, but she didn't nail it. Talking about, talking about the last three she attempted from the top of the key that didn't go in. Slight has the ball right now up top. Get it to Mitchell. Yeah, good call. A traveling violation on Mara Mitchell. Yep. Took that extra step. This uh, refing crew that we've seen uh, uh, many times here at the facility, they've done a good job in this first half. If anything, I would say the Cardinals might have got a break or two in that first half. We'll see if that uh, hopefully continues here in the second. Miller cross-court the ball to Van Aken, and now Foley on the right corner inside to Burkhart. Double team comes out on her. Now to Maya Porter. Miller to Van Aken. Foley back out to Porter on the left wing. Maya cut off. Now to Foley. 5-19 left to play third quarter. Mounties up to 23-21. Ball out to the right corner to Maya Porter. Now Van Aken to Miller. Catches on the left wing. Try to get the ball into Burkhardt over her hand. Stolen by the Mounties. Mara Mitchell catches up to the ball and gets a layup. Boy, nice, nice veteran move there. Fakes like she's going toward the foul line and then come back for the layup. Mitchell now with 10. The Mounties up 4, 25-21. 447 and counting left to play third quarter. Burkhart out to Van Aken, right wing tray. Just short. Battling for the rebound was Burkhart. Get it to Foley. Instead, she passed it to Amoni to Tia Cap. Here comes Slight with a runner left. Baseline got it to go in. Oh, first six points of this second half. All to the Mounties. Couple of free throws by Weller and baskets by Mitchell and Slight. 27-21. It's a six-point lead once again. Riley Van Aken is between the circles. Tia Cap comes out on her defensively. 
left her in the dust, get it inside, shoots over a double team and gets it to go in. Riley spinning and zigzagging into the lane. That basket I think she created all on her own. It was. 27-23, Cardinals trail by four. 3.50 left to play in the third quarter. Here comes a quick move by Slight. Pass over Hedrich's fingertips left baseline and out of bounds. What's the turnover sitch looking like? Well, just, just a couple on both sides here in the third quarter. And for total? Yeah, Cardinals with a few more, but Lane Slight had the right idea there. She just, uh, just got a little crazy with the pass, but. Miller out and Sloan in for the Cardinals. First substitution here in the second half. Cardinals with another chance to cut into the lead. Here's Burkhart left wing. Dish it to Sloan on the right wing. Drives baseline. Shot hits the side of the glass and it's picked up by the Mounties. Here comes Tia Cap who have that rebound. Get it out to Mitchell. Oh my She's called traveling uh, for traveling and she was basically standing still in the right corner of the front court. Yeah, she... Uh... Did a little reverse move and enough to uh, enough to cause the turnover. That was a nice move down here on the baseline by Jayla Sloan. Her quickness got her open, but she just was a little too far under the board. Another chance for the Cardinals to cut into the lead. 27-23 Mounties. Burkhardt on the right elbow. Doubled up. Out to the left wing. Sloan for three. Bounces off the rim. Rebound by Cap, And Burkhardt's going to be called for going over Cap's back. That is just Burkhart's second foul, team's second of the half. No fouls up on the board yet for the Mounties, and we got 305 left to play in the third quarter. Was a nice look by Jayla from deep. Just hasn't quite been able to knock those down. Here comes Slide to the baseline, kick the ball out to Weller, cut off on the elbow to Mitchell. Three-pointer left wing, no good. Maya Porter with a rebound. Porter across the timeline, hands off to Ellie Foley. She's on the left Nice pass. Inside to Burkhart. She's fouled from behind, and she's going to go up and shoot a pair. That's going to be, if they call the foul on Hendricks, it's going to be her third. Foley saw that. She was right in front of us as she's coming down. Maya brought the rebound across half court, handed it off to Ellie Foley, and nice bounce pass into the lane for Burkhart. That is indeed Hedrich's third foul, team first at the second half. Coley Burkhart back at the free throw line. Second trip to the charity stripe tonight. Jim goes quiet as the first one bounces off the rim. First substitution for the Mounties in the second half. Jillian Osterberg coming in for Stacia Hedrich, who again just picked up her third foul. Boy, we're seeing two really disciplined squads here tonight. Really uh, good fundamental basketball tonight. Second of two goes in, so she splits another pair from the free throw line, and the Cardinals trail by three. It's a one-possession game, 27-24. 2.35 left to play, third quarter. Slight kicks the ball out to Osterberg, left wing. The runner down the wing is no good, but she drew contact. Riley Van Aken with her first foul, and the team third, a shooting foul. Osterberg to the charity stripe. For the first time, the only the second Mountie player to attempt free throws. Weller, three of four so far tonight. Lack of stop with two and a half minutes left to play in the third quarter. First of two from Osterberg. Rattles in. Lead back up to four for the Mounties, 28-24. 
that 1-3-1 zone is uh, giving the Cardinals fits. You know, they're very patient. They work the ball around, but just hard, uh, hard for them to get good looks. Second one bounces off the rim. Burkhart going after the rebound and picks it up. Riley Van Aken across the timeline. Stops at the right wing. Bounce it to Sloan on the corner. Now cross quarter to Foley. Now up top to Maya Porter. Back to Van Aken. Right wing. Cut off on the baseline. Has to get it back out. 208 left to play third quarter. 28-24 Mounties. Pass to Maya Porter. Right wing. Sloan calling for it up top. Wide open tray. Is good. Give Maya Porter the assist from the deep right baseline. 28-27 Mounties. Here comes Tia Cap. Take the ball out to the right corner. Trying to answer was Weller, and she misses. Ball out of bounds to the Cardinals. What a terrific game we've seen so far. A minute 44 left in the third quarter. Uh, the Mounties' biggest lead has been six a couple of different times, but uh, the Cardinals are... Close to clawing their way back into uh, this one. Uh, might even take the lead this time up the floor. They trail by one. Minute and a half left to play in the quarter. Foley on the right corner. Cross quarter to Sloan and now to the left corner. Three-pointer rattled in and out for Porter. Lane Slight with a rebound for Northwest. Bounce pass. Nice, nice inside to Ashley Weller. And she gets the hook shot to go in. Boy. Nice little scoop coming from the right side underneath. Very, very agile play. Mounties lead by three once again. Ball out to Sloan. Get it to Maya Porter. Going to try that play again. This time she leaves it a little short. Ball on the ground. Burkhart tipping it to slide. And they call for a travel. (laughs) (laughs) The ball went in her hands and she slid at the same time. So that's, yep. uh, of course, a traveling violation, giving the ball back to Coldwater. Ellie Foley to inbound underneath. Ellie's still looking. Ellie's still looking. Has to toss it to behind the timeline. Gets it to Maya Porter. Porter across the timeline. Cat pokes the ball away. Porter picks it back up, and she's called for a travel. The Northwest fans across the other side of the gym liking that call. The Cardinal fans behind us, not so much. (laughs) Some really in-your-face defense on Maya there. It was able to look like it was going to be just a loose ball, but uh, they got the travel. Slight to the right wing. Now kick the ball out to Mara Mitchell. Her three-pointer from the right corner off the pass from Weller. No good. Here come the Cardinals. They trail by three with 30 seconds left to play in the quarter. Foley, three-pointer is short. Hits the side of the glass ball. Tipped several times. Got a whistle and a foul inside. They call a foul on Coley Burkhardt, and she just picked up her third. Team fourth of the second half. Burkhardt out. Cousin Danica Cox in. Wasn't crazy about that one. The out-court official, it was a couple feet from us here, almost a half-court called that one. The underneath official uh, thought it was fine. Oh, well. Well, Northwest with a chance to play for the final shot of the quarter. Uh Uh-oh, kick the ball out to a wide-open lane slide. Three-pointers just short. Rebound by Cox. Gets it to Maya Porter. Eight seconds left to play in the quarter. Jayla Sloan finds Cox. Top of the key. 
Get it to an open player. Three-pointer from the low. Right wing. Bates it off and went in. A desperation three off the glass and in by Riley Van Aken. That ties the game up at 30s. Heading into the final eight minutes of regulation, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. That sizzling fajita was so delicious last night. And the jumbo margarita. I've got to get there for lunch. 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 Bill, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, right. Hey, let's go to El Cerritos. They have the best fajitas. Dreaming about the mouth-watering, authentic Mexican food at El Cerritos? Stop by for lunch or dinner. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Running scoring totals for Northwest after three quarters. Tia Camp with two, Jillian Osterberg with one, Ashley Weller seven, Lane Slide and Mara Mitchell with ten apiece. For Coldwater, Riley Van Aken now with nine, Ellie Foley with 12, Jayla Sloan five, Foley Burkhart four. A 9-9 stalemate in the third quarter. It's 30-30 as we start the final eight minutes of regulation. Mountie ball. How about that clutch three-pointer at the buzzer by Riley Van Aken? Well, you know, that happened at the end of the half, too, for Foley. Pass goes inside to Weller, and the reverse is good. Northwest re-retakes the lead, 32-30. Yeah, nice give and go there. Like Northwest is showing a 1 3 1 once again. Riley Van Aken on the left wing. Get it to Ellie Foley, sideline left. Now back to Van Aken to reset. Van Aken goes inside to the baseline. Porter cut off by the defense, and she's called for double dribble as the defenders, Tia Cap and Jillian Osterberg, sandwiched her, forced her into making a bad decision. Yep. Coach Smoker would have wanted her to go right up with that one, but. Here come the Mounties with another chance to add on to their lead, 32-30. Mitchell with the ball on the right wing. Bounce pass in traffic to Weller. Kick the ball out to Osterberg. Three-pointer is missed. Sloan gets the rebound, gets it ahead to Porter. Maya Porter cross-quarter to Foley on the left wing. Weller guarding her. Eliana backing away, moving at the top of the key. Nice. Inside, Maya Porter. There was an Amoni within inches of her. That is, believe it or not, Maya's first basket of the game, first points of the game. Maya slipped into the lane, and Foley really heads up. Weller spin move inside, whistle and a foul. Looks like they may get Maya with the infraction as she got a little bit of wrist on the block attempt from behind. Well, instead, Sloan, who was part of that uh, double team, picks up the foul. It's going to be her second, team fifth. Weller was in the act of shooting. 
We're tied at 32, 6.26 left to play in regulation. First to two, rattles and goes in. Weller has this high arching free throw way up there. Got a score at the half of the boys' basketball game. Coldwater 37, Northwest 26. Weller misses the second one here. Foley gets a rebound. Northwest is throwing out a press. Ball comes to Riley Van Aken, gets it across the timeline. Blue by Mitchell. Nice pass to Sloan. 12-foot jumper. Bounces, does not go in. Skying for the rebound is slight. Quickly, it comes to Osterberg. One-on-two break. Foley hits the deck. No offensive foul. Rebound putback is going to go in for Ashley Weller. 35-32 Mounties up three. Under six minutes left to play in the fourth quarter. Foley to Sloan. Get it to the left corner. Three-pointer by Maya Porter. A little bit short. Osterberg battling for the rebound. Ball comes to slight. Whistle and a foul as she hits the deck. Foley helps scrape her up. Foley picking up her second foul, team sixth. Boy, only one foul in this second half on the Mahoney's. Six, as you mentioned, on the Cardinals. Coley Burkhardt back in for Danica Cox, who's done a good job in there tonight in her uh, relief role. Four rebounds for Danica. Here come the Mounties, slight to Mitchell on the right wing. Get the ball to Osterberg on the right corner. Van Aken guarding her in the man-to-man defense. Nice pass inside, trying to get the reverse to go in was Ashley Weller, she's fouled. Back to the free throw line for Weller. And nicely done by the Mounties. They clear out the right side and then Weller just uh, busts over on there and was open for that pass. Maya Porter with her third foul and team good for Weller. She's a dead eye from the line with that high arching shot. I've got her at five of seven. Now six of eight. Mounties back up to a five point lead. Clock hasn't started yet, Petsko. Clock! Uh, Porter giving the ball to Van Aken. Now to Maya Porter, Van Aken, top of the key. Sling it to the right quarter. Finally, the clock is starting, <laughs> giving the Cardinals a few extra minutes, I guess. Here's Burkhart. Runs inside. Tried to lay it up, got deflected, stolen by the Mounties. Osterberg passed to Weller over her hands, tracked down by Sloan. Jayla Sloan across the timeline, get it to Van Aken, left wing, cross quarter to Foley, now up top to Sloan, open for three, and getting it! <laughs> okay, Jayla's really given the Cardinals some good minutes in this second half, couple of threes. A dangerous pass, uh, Weller meets up with a double team, Foley comes up with a steal, what do we have here? As uh, a whistle stops play. Kind of wonder, if, is it going to be on Foley? Or? No, going to go. Jillian Osterberg picking up her second foul, just the team's second of the half. Okay, so Ellie Foley with the steal. Here Cardinals with a chance to tie it up or take the lead. 
It's 37-35 Northwest. Here's Sloan right wing. Get it to Maya Porter on the corner right side. Draws a double team. Looking for Burkhardt inside. It was through her hands. Picked up by Slight. Get it ahead to her streaking Mara Mitchell. Van Aiken and Sloan getting back defensively. Get the ball to Weller. Shot goes in and out. Foley with a rebound. Good rebound, Ellie Foley. Six of them on the night. Foley to Van Aiken, left wing. Jumper from the elbow. Off the rim, no good. Rebound by Maya Porter. Blue by her defender cap, no good. Rebound put back by Burkhart. She's fouled. That was a great time for a couple offensive rebounds. Coley's going to be going to the line. Osterberg picking up her third foul, team third. So for the Mounties, we had Hedrich with three fouls. She's been on the bench. Well, she's actually at the scores table getting ready to check in. And again, Osterberg just picked up her third foul. For the Cardinals, Burkhart and Maya Porter with three fouls apiece. But Coley is at the line for two. The first one goes in. Lead down to one, 37-36. Boy, that one looked good. She really, uh, really had a nice form on that one. Let's see if she can get it tied up. Nine rebounds on the night for Coley. And right now, five points. Six now, and we're tied at 37 apiece. Just past the halfway point of the fourth quarter, here is Lane Slight. Get the ball to Mitchell. Mitchell's called for carrying the ball. <laughs> Mitchell. Thanks, my gosh. <clears throat> She's had a couple traveling calls, got that carry. Jayla Sloan has done a wonderful job on her defensively. She's really kind of taken her out of her offensive game this half. Cardinals with a chance to take the lead this time up the floor. Maya Porter, too hot of a pass from Jayla Sloan from the top of the key. The ball goes through Porter's fingertips and out of bounds. Yeah, once in a while, Jayla gets that pass just a little too high. Got another scoring update we'll give you. Next dead ball. It's from uh, boys basketball between Bronson and Union City as a drive down the middle. And a layup good for Mara Mitchell. Northwest Riri takes the lead, 39-37. Bronson leading Union City in boys basketball at the half, 39-29. Here it's 39-37 Mounties. Pass to Burkhart off of her fingertips. Picked up by Hedrich. Turnovers. Last couple trips by the Cardinals. Mitchell sideline left with Sloan guarding her on the man-to-man D. Mitchell hops up, get the ball out to slight top of the key. Burkhart coming out on her, nice pass to Cap. Takes a jumper from the left elbow, misses. Foley with another rebound. She is sandwiched, and she's going to draw the foul. The Mounties had a few fouls to give. Yeah, Ellie Foley now with seven rebounds on the night herself. Cap with her first team fourth. 30-second timeout will be taken by Coldwater head coach Ken Smoker. Well, let's stay here and give you a quick game reset. Seven fouls up on the board for Coldwater, so Northwest is in the one-and-one. One. Four fouls for the Mounties, so they have a couple of fouls yet to give before Coldwater gets up to the charity line for the bonus situation. Three timeouts left for Coldwater, four for Northwest. Possession now right now is pointing toward the Cardinals. 2.49 left, fourth quarter. 
Northwest 39, Coldwater 37. In case you missed it, halftime score the boys' basketball game up at Northwest, Coldwater 37, Northwest 26. Well, regardless of how this one comes out tonight, boy, uh, the Cardinals have just made an outstanding effort here. Um, few too many turnovers these last couple trips, but uh, that 1-3-1 one, one zone by Northwest, and now they're going to put some full-court pressure on. Riley Van Aken to trigger in the backcourt, looking for Maya Porter, tips it to Ellie Foley, who drew a double-team immediately. Foley has numbers, taking it coast-to-coast for the layup, and we're tied! Nice job. First points of the second half for Ellie. And now Ryan Carroll, the Northwest head coach, wants to take a timeout. It's a full timeout. We'll take a one-minute break as well with a 39-39 tie. 2.36 left in regulation. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. No matter what time of year, Culey's Jewelry will help you say, will you marry me, with an extraordinary diamond ring. Culey's diamonds are hand-chosen for their quality and beauty, with prices lower than any chain store. Right here in Coldwater, Culey's is the diamond source for the best prices and service you expect. With engagement rings starting at $299 and going to the sky's the limit, Culey's is something for everyone. Stop into Culey's Jewelry today and see the many mountings and styles available for your precious stones. Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 2.36 left to play in regulation. Coldwater 39, Northwest 39. Mara Mitchell will inbound the ball in front of our broadcast position here at the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. You know, the Cardinals have hit a number of threes tonight. Jayla with those two of most recent. And then we ended the half and the third quarter with a couple of threes as well. Wouldn't it be something if the game ends with a buzzer-beating three-pointer by the Cardinals? We, we would take it. Mitchell with the ball, right baseline, kick the ball out to an open lane slight. She drains another three-pointer, her third of the game. She now has 13 points, and the Mounties are up three once again, 42-39. Here comes Riley Van Aken, loses the ball in front of Mitchell. Mitchell gets the steal. And can't get the layup. No foul underneath. There's a lot of contact. Sloan comes up with the ball. Slings it to an open. Maya Porter, left corner. Now out to Van Aken, left wing. Triple team on her. Moves to the elbow. Bounce it to the top of the key. Inside the arc. It's Coley Burkhart. Coley from the free throw line. Knocking it down. Eight for Burkhart. Cardinals within one once again. We're counting down to a minute and a half left to play in regulation. Here comes Mitchell. The floater from 10 is good. She now has 14. Lead back up to three, 44-41. Just a junior, Mara Mitchell. Here's Burkhardt at the free throw line, trying to post up high, cut off by a double team, out to Porter, three-pointer. Looked good, but she missed. There's a bump inside after the Burkhart rebound pass to 
uh, Sloan. The foul, unfortunately, is on uh, Coley Burkhart, and it's going to be her fourth in the team eighth. 44-41, Mounties, a minute 12 to go. Cardinals are going to take a timeout. It's a full timeout, a minute 12 left in regulation. Let's take this one-minute break with the Mounties up by three. Minute 12 left in regulation. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for $7, no luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for only a dollar. From Meyer Instant Oatmeal and Meyer Pasta Sauce to Meyer Facial Tissue, there's so many ways to sell. For $7. Plus, California sweet seedless mandarins, just $2.99 for a three pound bag. And shop the same low Meyer prices in store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Two timeouts left for Coldwater, three for Northwest, eight fouls for the Cardinals, four for the Mounties. Possession are pointing toward Coldwater. Coley Burkhart staying on the floor after picking up her fourth foul. Northwest will be shooting a one-and-one coming out of the timeout. <laughs> They're kind of looking at who's... <laughs> they forgot who was... Uh, who drew the foul on the other end of the floor, huh? Well, Slight is at the line. She, <laughs> Believe she it or not, this is, this is her first trip to the free throw line tonight. <laughs> so she's going to be shooting the one-and-one. One. Front end is good. Gets the bonus. Mounty's up four now, 45-41. A minute 12 left to play in regulation. See if the Mounties throw up a little full court pressure here. Second one rattles and falls in. The Mounties are up five, 46-41. Amara Mitchell will meet up with Ellie Foley at three quarters court. Mitchell gets a reach in foul, and that's going to be her third. <laughs> she's pawing at the ball, trying to poke it away, but she's going to be dinged with her third foul. Team fifth through the Mounties. Coley Burkhart will trigger in front of our broadcast table to Ellie Foley. Mitchell will meet up with her past the half-court line. Slings the ball top of the key to Van Aken, juggles the ball, hangs onto it top of the key, maintaining the dribble, moving to the right wing, bounce oh, pass nice. inside to Porter, yes! Riley Van Aken, nice bounce pass, and good movement away from the ball, Maya Porter. Timeout taken by Coldwater with 50.7 seconds left. Lead down to three for the Mounties, 46-43. 50.7 seconds left to play in regulation. Uh, this game has been uh, everything that we've been saying it was going to be, huh? Absolutely, and even a little more. And Danica Cox is going to check in for Coley with those four fouls Coley has on the defensive end. Cardinals don't have to foul immediately. They can uh, just play some good, tough defense, hope to get a turnover. 
Again, uh, the Cardinals are doing this without Ellie Anderson available. Of course, she uh, hurt her shoulder, strained it uh, near the uh, second half of uh, last Friday's game against Western. Uh, It's getting better, but she's going to be held out tonight and probably also Friday, and then we'll check and see if she'll be good to go for the games next week up at Harper Creek and at Lumen Christie. To wrap up the first, believe it or not, that's going to be the end of the first round of the Interstate 8 next week. So here come the Cardinals. What a fight they've put up to this uh, veteran Mountie club tonight. Going to be Northwest ball in the backcourt. Coldwater with a press. Yep, full court, man-to-man. Cap will inbound to Mitchell. Sloan trying to poke the ball away. Mitchell has it, slings it to Slight. Foley (laughs) took down Lane Slight. Mara Mitchell racing in to make sure that Slight is all right. Foley picks up her third and the team ninth. It's going to be the last one and one. Ashley Weller, she's only missed a couple of free throws tonight. She's six of eight so far. She's going to go up for the final one and one for Northwest. Yeah, as a team tonight, uh, Mounties have been deadly from the line. Cardinals haven't had that many trips to the free throw line. Uh, Got Burkhardt at four of six and uh, Foley at one of three. First one of the one and one is good for Weller. She gets the bonus. Lead back, uh, back up to four. Slight, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Slight and Weller have both been so good from the line. Both free throws are good for Slight. She's now four of four. 48-43. Van Aken to Sloan, right corner. Thought about the three, but Cap was on her. Get the ball to Van Aken. Bounce pass was intercepted by Hedrich, who came in. Long pass ahead, stolen by Burkhardt, who came back in during the last timeout. Here's Van Aken cross-courting it to Sloan. Open three-pointer, right wing is good! (laughs) Jayla Sloan. And it's a two-point Northwest lead, 48-46. 20.3 seconds left in regulation. Coldwater is taking, uh, if I heard Bodie Bates' announcement correctly, that's her final timeout. It is. Now that they put it up on the scoreboard, the Mounties still have three timeouts to use. So, Sean, uh, how many threes do you have the Cardinals with tonight? We got uh, one for Van Aken, two, three, uh, three for Foley, now three for Sloan. So that would be seven total. Seven, seven threes. Probably the Mounties have about that themselves, I imagine. That's probably a pretty even stat. Got Three now for Slight, and uh, that's it. Really? Just Slight? <laughs> Just okay. Slight, yep. All right. Well, uh, well, Jayla Sloan uh, with those three threes here in the second half has kept the Cardinals in it offensively, but uh, team-wise, just outstanding defense, a lot of fight, a lot of grit with this young team against this veteran Mountie group that was predicted to win the league this year. Mountie ball, and of course the Cardinals are going to throw out the press. Cox came in for Burkhart during that final timeout for the Cardinals. Cap it inbound to Mitchell. Immediate double team by Porter and Miller. Maya Porter. 
think, yep, Miller's going to pick up the infraction, her first and the team 10th. Now, Mitchell with 14 points has not gone up to the free throw line yet tonight. So the Cardinal boys ahead 50 to 47 at the end of three. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's got to be maybe their best outing of the year so far. Meanwhile, the Bronson boys leading Union City 51-41 after three. Back here, first to two, bounces twice, does not go in for Mitchell. Oh, we finally have a miss from the foul line from the Mounties. Second of two is up. Rattles, that one went in. And timeout, Ryan Carroll. Lead is back up to three with 18.9 seconds left. So the Cardinals will have the length of the floor to go. We might see a little pressure, particularly from Maya Mitchell, bringing the ball up the floor. Cardinals will, I would imagine, try and set up for a three, if at all possible. Oh. Ashley Weller with 14, Lane Slight with 17, and Mara Mitchell with 15. Those have been their big three scorers, and they've come in as advertised. Meanwhile, I've got Jayla Sloan with 11, uh, Ellie Foley with 14, Riley Van Aken with 9, Coley Burkhart with 8. Yeah, that's uh, the stat panel agrees with that. Oh, good. And uh, the Mounties... Those big three, as you mentioned, they have all the three points for the Mounties. Lane Slight with the only uh, three-pointers for Northwest. She has three of them. Got three for Ellie Foley, three for Jayla Sloan, one for Riley Van Aken. If I were Coach Smoker, I would try and put the ball in uh, Foley's hands. Yeah, we would like to uh, like to possibly either get Jayla or, or Ellie Foley from three if we can. Riley Van Aken to trigger in the backcourt. And here we go. It comes to Foley. 15 seconds left in regulation. Foley gets past Mitchell across the timeline. Cut off on the top of the key. The Sloan on the left wing. Now to Foley with five, with four, with three. Reach and foul by Mitchell. She picks up her fourth, but the Cardinals, uh, well, the Mounties had the fouls to give. That is the team sixth. Yeah, that was a pretty good strategic move by the Mounties to get that foul. Just 4.1. Coley Burkhardt to inbounds right in front of us. Coley is looking, count is on, count is on. Cardinals are out of timeouts, and it's a five-second call. Boy, Mounties did a nice job, man-to-man. Just uh, Cardinals couldn't get anyone open. With 4.1 seconds left. Northwest calling their final full timeout. Uh, Evidently, they have one 30-second timeout left. Possession arrow right now pointing toward Coldwater if there is a tie-up. Six fouls finally up on the board for Northwest, so the next whistle. Don't know if it's going to, uh, if it might happen with 4.1 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Let's send uh, the Cardinals in the line for the one and one. Uh, ten fouls for Coldwater. Northwest is in the double bonus. Cardinals back out on the floor. 
It'll be Northwest Ball coming out of the timeout. They have a 49-46 lead over Coldwater. Well, it turned out to be a good strategic move, that foul with just four seconds left, and Cardinals not able to get it inbounded. So looking at the games, this is definitely the closest game that Northwest has played all season. Yeah, no doubt since the uh, loss in uh, week one to Hazlitt. Game one, actually. Tia capped a trigger, and it's caught by Ashley Weller. There's going to be time put back up on the clock, I, I would think, because the foul happened with about two seconds left. Ryan Carroll, the Northwest head coach. Maya Porter picking up her fourth foul. Weller at the free throw line and three seconds exactly are back up on the scoreboard. Now these are going to be big free throws for Ashley Weller. Even if she goes one of two, it becomes a two possession game. She's a pretty good free throw shooter. First one spins off the rim. Well, again, uh, the Cardinal faithful behind us biting their lips collectively. Second one is good. This game's pretty much over. Ball inbounded to Ellie Foley. Half-court heave is short. Final score from here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Evie Gymnasium. The Northwest Mounties handing the Coldwater Cardinals their first defeat of the season, 50-46. to Standing ovation from everybody here at the gym. Mountie and Cardinal fans alike. Mounties improved to 8-1 overall and are in sole possession of first place in the Interstate 8 right now at 4-0. The Cardinals, with their first losses of the season, drops to 8-1 overall, 3-1 in the league. Post-game wrap coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage. Or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the staging and setup to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is unbelievable. 
unmatched. Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house, increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility, and we can design zero-entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hale Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Jay Wright, your local Edward Jones financial advisor at 327 West Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. The battle for first place in the Interstate 8 girls basketball race won tonight by the Northwest Mounties. They beat the Coldwater Cardinals 50-46. to a four-point win uh, when you compare that to uh, their other games. They lost by 11 at Hazlitt. Uh, they won at Jackson 65-36. to So that was a 29-point uh, victory. 24-point win against Mason, 48-24. to They just pummeled Western, 61-39. to Beat Grand Ledge by 10, 64-54. A big mismatch against Harper Creek, 70-24 to back on December 16th. 15-point win at Columbia Central, and Columbia Central is supposed to be a pretty good team as well. And uh, Lumen Christie, they beat by 27. Here, they only won by four. So uh, the Cardinals gave the Mounties everything they could handle. Same on the other side. The Mounties gave the Cardinals everything they could handle. But in the end, the experience, I guess, won out. Yeah, maybe so. Just, uh, <clears throat> you know, a few few mistakes at critical times down the stretch, you know, uh, uh, being so uh, so young in this first pressure cooker, as you as you might call it, of uh, uh, I-8 play. And, boy, that is a good team at Northwest. Um, you know, they don't make many mistakes. We had them with 14 turnovers on the night, especially for as good a defense as the Cardinals play. And... Uh, Boy, yeah, I, I've you got to be. I think, as you mentioned, Sean, I think they got a standing ovation at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, just an outstanding job. Very gritty performance by our Lady Cards tonight, and uh, I think Coach Smoker is gonna gonna probably f- feel pretty good about that. The way they played tonight, the way they competed. Now on the other side, uh, how many turnovers did the Cardinals finish with tonight? I got them with 23. Yeah. And uh, what we have, 11 at halftime, so about even e- each half. But, uh, yeah, a few too many mistakes a- against a veteran team. But uh, 
boy, the, the effort was there, especially as we've mentioned, without one of our starters tonight. And uh, just, a, just a good performance that the Cardinals are, will be able to uh, build on. Meanwhile, uh, up at Northwest High School, what was the last update that you had from the boys' basketball matchup between the Cardinals and the Mounties? Yeah, with two and a half left, 61-54, the boys up on on uh, the Mounties. So now, I was going to say the Mountie boys were leading the league, but it uh, looks like they could drop into a tie with uh, Lou and Christie at the end of the night, depending the outcome of their matchup against uh, Marshall. Right. Ken Smoker joining us on our post-game show following this 50-46 victory for Northwest over the Cardinals. This game had a little bit of everything, and it really came in as advertised. What do you think was the big difference out of all the little things that uh, made this game what it was? Did you have one overriding thing that you think was the biggest difference maker? No, I really don't. I I told the girls, man, I was proud as as heck of them. You know, that's, Thank you. That is a, that's a veteran basketball team, and we went toe-to-toe with them, uh, minus Ellie Anderson, and we were in it right up to the end. And, you know, the, the term you said was little things, and what I told the girls is we're going to learn a lot more about ourselves losing than we are winning in, in some of the teams we played. And we always talked all year about the little things coming into play, and little things today did come into play, uh, like not – We've had drives going that went to the basket where we had no ball side help, which we preach all the time. Um, we run down the court outside the trailing rebounder rather as opposed to the inside where it's going to be ours, um, not making that sure pass. But I just told him, you know, uh, Friday I said enjoy the Friday, or the win over Western Friday and Saturday, but we got to come back to work Sunday. And I said today I want you to think about it. Uh, be mad at what happened, but uh, now we got to erase it and come back tomorrow and ready to work and ready to put a, a really good effort on Friday against Penfield. This is our first piece of adversity, and uh, I honestly think they're uh, going to handle it well. But I was proud as heck as how we fought because, you know, I had one of the Northwest mothers waited for me to come in, and she complimented me on how hard and well they played and for how young they were. So. As I, I, as I, I forgot to tell them that. <laughs> as, as I pointed out to Murph, uh, this was the closest game that Northwest has been in, too. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they were looking past us because I, I, we told the girls beforehand, when you got an 8-0 no record, everybody takes notice, and that puts pressure on you, but you earned that pressure, and it's a privilege to have that pressure. Um, I think that told them, too, because by far this is the best team we've played all year, without yeah. a doubt, and they just proved to themselves that they can go toe-to-toe with, it, with a team like this. I thought we did a better job communicating on the floor at all times. And, uh, hey, just today we came out on the bottom end. What do you do? I mean, Slate shot lights out. Uh, I forget how to say her, her name. Uh, Mitchell. I can't Mitchell. remember her first Mitchell, name. Yeah, Man, she's uh, aggressive to the basket. and and But we slung whole toe-to-toe with them with a lot of young kids out there. Um, you know, we messed up a couple times. I'm sure you saw me upset over there. And, and I told the girls, everybody's going to remember what happened at the end. We didn't run the play we wanted, but it wasn't that that decided the game. And 
know. It was a great effort by these girls. I mean, what else can you say? And, and, you know, I know one of your keys was to uh, kind of stop their transition game, and uh, that seemed to go well. Yeah, I thought we did. We had a lot of turnovers, but they didn't get the transition layups like they've had in every game that I've watched. So, yeah. How about offensively against the 1-3-1, Coach? Well, it was a little bit different 1-3-1 than we played against on Friday because they, they ran it really well. I thought we got a good look, a lot of good looks. You know, Maya Porter, who's been a good shooter from the outside, struggled today. But And I told her at halftime, I said, how many shots have you made today, Maya? She's like, no. And I said, I know, but the next one's going in, and you need to keep shooting. And all we're asking for is quality shots. You can't control if they go in, and I thought we got those. Yep. You got a, a, a lift from Jayla Sloan in the second half. Yeah, she uh, she's always been a shooter. Um you know what, and I'm, I, they're already gone, but you know what, she had some struggles on Friday and she didn't play a lot, and I think she already learned how to use that eraser and forgot about it and came and, and put forward a good game. Yeah. Ellie and, Foley uh, uh, came back strong with 12 first half uh, points as well, uh, 14 for the game I had her for. Yeah, Ellie's always going to be there. She's our uh, leader on the court. I, I just thought everybody that played contributed positive ways. Yeah, throughout. I was going to say the last couple of times she had gotten really beaten up defensively, and that uh, might have affected her shot a little bit. But I think yeah. the crowd really appreciated the effort tonight. They they really uh, really yeah. made some we, noise at the end. We got a pretty good crowd on a Tuesday night for a girls basketball game. But I told mm-hmm. I've told the girls for a long a long time people have been coming to watch us play. And I think it's because the girls play the right way. You don't see any selfishness out there, and they pick each other up. So so looking ahead to Penfield Friday night. Yeah, I don't have any uh, any video on them yet. It, their season's been kind of a struggle. I know their uh, overall record's a four and okay, four but, coming into tonight, one and one uh, yeah. in the I eight. So uh, I haven't looked up on, up on them, and the biggest thing for us, like I told them, is our first piece of adversity: being able to come back and be ready to take it out on that next team. Yeah. And Smoker, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinal Girls, we'll see you back here Friday night for Hall of Fame night. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. That is Ken Smoker joining us on our post-game show as Northwest beats Coldwater in varsity girls basketball tonight, 50-46. to 46. And uh, we haven't gone over the scoring summary yet, have we? Yes. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, do that. Uh, for the Cardinals, who dropped to 8-1 overall, 3-1 in the Interstate 8. They were led by Ellie Foley's 14 points and Jayla Sloan's 11. 9 for Riley Van Aken, 8 for Coley Burkhart. And four for Maya Porter. That's their 46 points. In comparison to the other night, uh, the game against Western. We just got a final score from the Varsity Boys basketball game. 73-62. Coldwater getting the win over the Mounties and uh, handing the Northwest Boys their first loss in league play. I was going to say, compared to the Cardinals going 22 of 34 from the free throw line on Friday night, tonight they were just 5 of 9. So kudos to uh, Northwest uh, for keeping the Cardinals away from the charity strike. Yeah, we've been going to the line more than our opponents uh, up till tonight. And, yeah, that was a factor. They, They shot so well at key times at the line. For the Northwest Mounties, who improved to 8-1 overall, 4-0, and all alone in first place in the Interstate 8. 17 for Lane Slight, 
15 apiece for Ashley Weller and Mara Mitchell. Two for Tia Cap and a free throw for Jillian Osterberg. That was their 50 points. And from the charity stripe, they finished 13 of 18. Yeah, they were really solid. And I go back to uh, Coach Hobart always saying, you know, if you have two scores that you can depend on, you're going to have a good season. If you have three, you're really going to be in good shape. And, and that was the case for the Mounties tonight. And, and uh, boy, the Cardinals, as Coach Smoker said, you know, just gave them everything they they could handle tonight. An outstanding effort. By the quarter, 6-5 in the first for Coldwater. 16-15 in the second for the Mounties, which tie the game up at 21. 9-9 in the third. Stalemate there, tying the game up at 30. Final quarter saw Coldwater being outscored 20 to 16 and there is your four point uh, margin of victory there yeah yeah and uh, and a couple of key turnovers at the end but uh but that uh, that happens and it'll be interesting to see how this team uh grows and how we uh, how we do when we travel up there later in the season let's go over some of the stats that you were able to keep we already uh, noted 23 turnovers for the Cardinals and just 14 for the Mounties. <laughs> Outstanding for them. Yes. Um, I hope those are some some remotely clo- uh, close. I didn't get a chance to see uh, Coach's clipboard there. but So Emma Porter with two rebounds. We had uh, Riley Van Aken with an assist. We had uh, uh, Kara Miller with two assists and a rebound. Ellie Foley with Seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, and she did draw a charge. <clears throat> Jayla Sloan with three rebounds and a steal to go with her 11 points. Uh, Coley Burkhart with nine rebounds, two steals. Maya Porter, four rebounds, two assists, and she drew a charge. And Danica Cox with four big rebounds as well. So uh, that's our individual stats a lot of heroes out there tonight, uh, you know, and and that was good to see. And speaking of that, how about the boys? Up a big win for them at Northwest tonight, 73-62. 73 points, Sean. That's a <laughs> that might be a season high for them, I bet. Yeah, yeah, by far. Aiden Dershow with 24 and Nico Downs with 10, we understand, and uh, a big win for Coach Buckland's group tonight. Your correspondent being uh, Dr. Buckland? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, we appreciate that. And, and uh, hey, that's going to be a happy bus ride home. So that improves Coldwater's record to 3-5 and five overall and 2-2 two and two in the Interstate 8. And that drops Northwest to 5-3 and three overall, 3-1 and one in league play. Now that's on the boys' side. Going over the underclassmen games, first up at Northwest, uh, the JV boys fell to the Mounties, 43-35, to but the freshman boys got the win, 38-29. to Back here at the Coach Floyd Eby Gym, uh, Northwest beat the Lady Cards on the JV side, 36-14. to Devea Hughes and Natalie Wilson with four points apiece. Freshman girls got the win over the Mounties, 24-13. Madison Stumpf with a game-high 15 points. Yeah, nice nice job. Those younger teams coming along. You know, I mentioned, I think, Brian Kelly doing a nice job with those young ladies at the freshman and JV level and and uh, the boys as well making some progress. So, so good stuff. 
Meanwhile, we just got a final score from out at Bronson Junior Senior High School. Uh, the Bronson Vikings holding off Union City at the end. They get the 64-58 win. Oh, that got tight, didn't it? Yes, it did. You were mentioning, uh, what was that young man, Brackett? Uh, Cam Brackett, who we saw up at Battle Creek Central a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, what was it, like 20, 24 points at halftime or something of that nature? I think he finished with 24 and, oh, oh we're talking about the game uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the uh, game up at Battle Creek Central where he finished with like 24-22, but Cam Brackett did have 23 first-half points. Wow. He's, a, he's just a sophomore. He's a shooter. Let's take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants and the name of McDonald's player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Whether McDonald's player of the game, those clutch three-pointers in the fourth quarter by Jayla Sloan coming off the bench to finish with 11. I think that kind of sealed the deal for me. She was uh, really, as we said, a lift at the right time. And and an honorable mention to uh, Ellie Foley, outstanding game tonight. And uh, Coley Burkhardt as well. Just uh, just a good job all around by our Lady Cardinals tonight. Well, congratulations tonight to Jayla Sloan, our McDonald's player of the game, is uh, the Lady Cardinals lose to Northwest tonight, 50-46. to 46. Time to bounce back and get ready for Penfield Friday night. Absolutely. Same for the boys after coming off uh, arguably their biggest win of the season, that, that two-point win that they had against Western on uh, Friday night after having lost five in a row. That really kind of opened the floodgates, and they had an outstanding performance against the league leaders and uh, should be an interesting, it's going to be a triple header, JV girls, varsity girls, varsity boys. And in between the two varsity games, we'll have the Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony live on the radio along with uh, both of those varsity games. Yeah, and that's always a good Friday to look forward to here at the Floyd EB. We'll have a big crowd. Be nice to uh, recognize some of our past heroes. Again, the inductees coming in to uh, this induction class, Megan Warren Fry from the class of 2002, Thomas Renner from the class of 2006, Mike Kaspersky, class of 2007, and Kevin Shepard from the class of 82. We'll have coverage of both varsity games and the Hall of Fame induction ceremony Friday beginning at around 5.20 after the Evening Journal. As always, we hope you can join us. You'll be there for that, right? Absolutely. That's a story from here at the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium at Coldwater High School for Justin Lopshire, for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson signing off from the basketball home of the Cardinals in varsity girls basketball action tonight. 
It was the Northwest Mounties getting the 50-46 to win, handing the Cardinals just their first loss on the 2022-23 season. Until Friday night. Good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SKWIP PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company. Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties union pallet and container bj west financial advisor with edward jones and jay wright financial advisor with edward jones the voice of branch county for high school sports am 1590 wtvb coldwater and fm 95.5 w238 cd coldwater